When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. You are listening to Room 104, 087-6797-104 is the WhatsApp number. And if you have any, maybe, interesting tattoos or piercings, I think now would be the time to send them in. Yeah, I wanted one for years, uh, one going down my spine, mm-hmm. and I was too chicken to get it done, because I can't even deal with a piercing, let oh. alone a tattoo. Do you have any piercings done? I have my ears pierced, I used to have my belly button pierced, but then after a day I decided to put a Playboy bunny in, oh. and it got infected. <laughs> so I took that out. Besides that, no, I'm a scaredy cat, I'm, I don't like pain. Fair enough. You're understand that not a lot of people do but some people are willing to go through the pain and not only obviously we know people who've gotten a lot of tattoos people yeah. who've gotten a lot of piercings done I suppose the next stage on from that is people who um, modify their body so we've seen the extreme end of the scale people who might have their tongue split and yeah I've seen people with horns sticking out of their head yeah I had one but it was removed but other people get them put on put on deliberately yeah, yeah. so th- this is a whole area of body modification and over in, in the UK anyway it's come under a bit more spotlight because cer- certain people who have been performing what has been deemed surgical procedures without a medical license completely consensual by the way have been locked up and sent to prison and joining us on the line now to talk a little bit more about what exactly is body modification what's involved in the culture of doing this why do people want to do it why does the government want to stop it and how are they going to try and change the laws over in the UK King of England Bart Ty joins us on the line now Sir how are you? Not too bad thanks for having me guys how are you? Good good this always I mean it's a fascinating area that uh, body modification is for somebody who has no idea never really heard of it. Could you explain maybe what, what your perspective on body modification is? Okay, so you've got basic forms of like modifying one's body. Everyone technically does it from a haircut to a suntan, you know, basic stuff. But the more extreme stuff, I mean, even tattooing and piercing, you know, you're modifying your body, you're changing your body from some aspect. Cosmetic surgery, liposuction, there's all sorts of styles of, of modifying one's body or body altering. But then the next extreme on from tattooing and piercing, which were once actually also in the spotlight with laws and regulations is scarification, uh, branding, stretching of an ear, so, so like a piercing where then people want to stretch the hole and put a plug in, mm. uh, like body jewellery, uh, flesh tunnels, like kind of like the hole in the ear but in different parts of the body. Yeah, more extreme body changes, really. Yeah. So. What, what's scarification? Okay, scarification is a scar done on purpose but in the form of artwork. So if you think how a tattoo is a picture with a needle and ink, unless it's done in the traditional, like, Maori-style way. The scarification is done one of 
multiple ways. It can be done with a scalpel, cutting into the flesh and removing the flesh tissue. That will then scar over and leave a piece of art, so that's scarification. There's also like brand scarring and different types of scarring as well. And have you got any of that done yourself or any kind I've, of modifications? I've, I've, yeah, I've got implants uh, like silicon subdermal implants. I've got a titanium transdermal implant in my forehead. Uh, I have a flesh tunnel. I've had some voluntary amputation. I've had quite a, quite a lot... Basically, I'm, I'm, I'm always altering my body for my own personal body art reasons, so, yeah. I, I mean, you know, I'm looking at a picture of you now and your entire face is covered in tattoos and your arms and your whole body, as you said, along mm-hmm. with the other modifications that you have there. Um, do you have any idea how much money you've put into modifying yourself? It's been estimated, like, about £70,000, but, like, uh, I've also had a lot of laser tattoo removal done. In fact, I was I had a blast earlier. I, I, I'm working on removing my ink, and that's costing a lot of money. Even though I've got a sponsorship, I still have to pay. So, removing tattoos to cost a lot more. Yeah, again, that's a body modification. On a body modification, you put the tattoo on, take the tattoo off, and the tattoo in general is a scar without the ink yeah. because, you know, the needles, like, scarred the skin, the, the organ tissue. So, yeah, I've spent a lot of money, but, um, yeah, again, it's, it's my own personal investment in my own body. Is it an addiction? Like, can you find yourself never satisfied with what you've got done? Well, that's a great question. Um, and then with addiction uh, of any kind, it's not good, and mental health as well aspects been deemed that people like myself might be suffering some kind of rare form of BDD, body dysmorphia disorder, or with the uh, with the voluntary amputation side, possibly an integrity body disorder. Um, but for me, I was in Berlin just just a couple of months ago at the Berlin Tattoo Convention. Didn't get in fact, I haven't actually been tattooed for over twelve months now. So um, it's just a lifestyle for me. It's something that I fell in love love with from a very young age. When was your first tattoo? How old were you? That's a t- technical question that has two answers I was nine <laughs> mentally and physically I was 16 two years under the legal age oh and did you do um, that without your parents permission or were they there and consented to it no they were kind of uh, kind of aware that I, I wanted one I was trying to get tattooed from the age of 12 onwards really knowing that I wanted them from the age of nine not to the extent that I'm covered completely now but uh, I did conceal it and get away with it for about two months or so it was in the summer I was wearing a t-shirt and they they loved my dad at the roof kind of thing when he found out but then the second one was like during the the winter so I got away with it a bit longer but I was I was silly I left my top off and they saw it on the opposite side of my arm and went mad again so but because I've always been a bit of a collector and I suffer from ADHD as well uh, which is only recently diagnosed as well in my adult life that probably explain a few things to collect things so my mum was like mm, this might be the start of a collection you know and are each of your tattoos do they mean something are they from like a comic book or is it just so I've, got, I've got some bizarre, wacky ones and stuff, but yeah, they generally mean different things to me. I've got, I've got like strange pieces of art that I just fell in love with the style of the art and stuff. A lot of Japanese stuff, some animals, but lots of different style artwork on my body. Hence, body art being my abbreviated of my long name, and then B art, not Bart, is an abbreviation of body art, which I'm being art in life. When I die, I'm going to be preserved. I go from body art in life to skin art in death. So you know, yeah, again, it comes back down to a belief and a lifestyle. And by the way, I love. T- tattoos I think they look mm. great uh, I just personally don't think I would be able to go through with the pain of it but do you find a lot of people judge you when you're walking down the street would they be looking at your face because I know you're covered head to toe yeah it happens, it happens. I mean I 
I know it's happening, but if I was looking at people looking at me, which is a bit of a strange uh, sentence or thing to say, isn't it? If I was looking at people looking at me, uh, I'd be bumping into lampposts and all sorts of stuff, <laughs> wouldn't I? Falling over. No, uh, I know it happens. And when I'm with a crowd or my, my friends, they're used to it as well, but they're still a bit like mm, dodgy people looking looking over. But they're looking at me, and they're more likely looking at me, you know? It's an interesting one, and one of the reasons we wanted to talk to you this evening is, as we kind of touched on slightly already, going from the tattoos and the piercing into the body modification and the more extreme sides of it, a gentleman over there in, in the UK, Brendan McCartney from, from Wolverhampton, jailed for 40 months because he had to plead guilty to, well, he removed the ears and nipples of a consenting client and apparently the law still looked as that as breaking the law and, and doing Medical something procedure. illegal. And he was obviously mm. sent to prison, yeah. even though he, the person who wanted these things removed consented and I imagine paid. So what are you trying to do now when it comes to body modification and people who are practicing that may not necessarily be a surgeon? Okay, so, so the law as it stands is people can give consent to certain things like surgery for example you've got gangrene on your foot or you need an operation uh, you can actually give consent to have that surgery done by a licensed surgeon like the NHS or private you know they've got a license you can go to like cosmetic surgery places they've got licensing and that's within the law and this all kind of falls into a very old act called the offence against the persons act and there's like section 18 and section 20 now one is GBH which we know as uh, grievously bodily harm so normally if someone attacks someone uh, and they're charged with that but that also falls into the subcategories of if someone is wounding with intent which is the other like section 18 section 20 someone's wounding with intent is where someone has gave consent like uh, like ourselves the law and the, the judges have deemed it not that it's been legal in the past and it's now illegal it's never been legal in the first place despite body modification having much subculture and ancient history you know before governments and courts and stuff were even built you know the adam smith institute they put out about consent needs to be downgraded because they're like with legal experts and stuff the fact that we have the human right aspect to modify our bodies within certain elements. Now, that's going to cause up a lot of ethics with surgical and medical experts that yeah. have gone, you know, and then the, the other aspect of what can you give consent to? Because cause of are these people suffering from psychotic disorders, which was one of the statements that I believe in this court case was actually stated by the prosecution services, and he was forced to plead guilty. Now, um, out of respect to the family and stuff, I, I won't go into that and stuff, uh, but in general, other people are liable to prosecution now. And the law is 1861. That offence against the Persons Act, 1861. That's the year it was created. Now, we know laws get tweaked and stuff all yeah. the time, but uh, it needs a judicial review. So I reached out to a lawyer who actually, she'd done her dissertation, like we're talking, she's she's a mature lady. She'd done her dissertation on the original consent practice, which was around BDSM and stuff. Not not so much, and, and say, no mechanism where, where guys were doing all sorts of stuff in the privacy of the house and pictures got out and the police investigated and these guys got arrested. Now, it's a different topic, but it still comes down to what you can consent to and the law saying that we can't consent. I am deemed, under the current law, a consensual abuse victim. Now, that's ridiculous because people that are abuse victims have gone through so... You know, it depends what type of abuse it is, but it doesn't really matter what type of abuse it is. They've been through a lot of trauma and, and, mm. and the whole process. We are deemed consensual abuse victims. And if you think about that a minute from how ridiculous that sounds, it's because we want stuff done to our bodies, knowing the full risk 
I mean, for example, sclera staining, also known as eyeball tattooing. I'm uncomfortable with it known as eyeball tattooing, but that's what it is out there. For that to be, say, legalised, to be allowed to be done... Opticians don't do it. Tattoo artists don't do it. So who does it? Where can you get? Where can you learn how to do it? You know that is a massive risk. So for me, there was a common sense angle with a few of us. We discussed. Okay, people should probably have an eye test before it gets done in case there's a problem. You know, people that don't know about general procedures and the fact that there's no university or whatever t- teaching some of these extreme procedures. That mm. we need common sense angles and a health issue. People need to be insured. There needs to be regulation. Local government authorities need to bring in regulations. But where do you stop? I mean, I'm all for, like, people going through, like, a mental health kind of test or something. And then, like, the eyeball thing, have it. they have to show a certificate of having an eye test prior to having the procedure done. If anything goes wrong, the practitioner has insurance. The client has insurance, so it doesn't burden the NHS and that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. You can afford to have these practices. So these are things that tend to get overlooked by both the people in the tattoo and body mod community, as well as the, the government, the judicial system, and the, the medical experts. You, you know, this is common sense that kind of like falls under the radar, because all they say is someone wants to cut their ear off, you know, what, and then why, and there's no such uh, reason why someone should have that done. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's not what questions are coming from the, the experts and the, and the law people, it's the fact that... Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. We want it done, just like people that have cosmetic surgery done. We know risks and we know we're prone to risks. Like I, I knew I was prone to being blind, you know, if it went wrong. I had one eyeball inked and then two years later I had the other eyeball inked. I got a fantastic optician who did warn me and say, don't do it. He knew I was going to get it done. And he checks my eyes every 12 months, every January, every year. He's happy. And, uh, but also, you know, you go to the dentist, dentists can look after your teeth. We've got to be on top of our health generally because, you know, they come find other things like cancers and stuff. Had my eyes tested in case there was a problem and had there been a problem, you, you know, had, had I not known that, had I not had my eyes tested and then a problem occurred, they're going to blame the, the procedure straight away, you know? Um, can I just ask you, okay, so when you have certain people who are performing 
body modifications in that, you know, on people who are happily willing to get their ears mm-hmm. taken yeah. off or their nipples. Like, how do they or where do they learn how to do that? Okay, so there are a number of highly, highly sought after body modification artists or practitioners within the body mod community. They learn from, from either medical videos or, or, or from other people that have done it. You, you know, it's like an apprenticeship, really, with toes, but it's not an apprenticeship, really. It's more they, people want to study, so they'll, they'll study and watch people uh, and then and then pretty much how it is. It's a very underground, unregulated mm. thing. That's why we need regulation, really. I mean, and but the problem is, as well, getting the body mod people on side, no one really likes change, do they? Change can be good, change can be bad. Look at Brexit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering, though, like, if, if you were to see this regulated, how do you become a licensed body modification yeah. person okay. without having to become and go to medical school and become a surgeon? Amazing question, and I don't have the answers to that. However, what I will say is, as someone that suffers with ADHD, a couple of letters, ABCs, XYZs, <laughs> and there seems to be a lot of ABCs in the medical professions, like the Royal College of Surgeons, if you abbreviate to what it is, it's Royal College of Surgeons, RCOS. Queen and the Royals are never going to put their name to anything body mod, do you know what I mean? But mm. the, the, the Federation of Dentists, the FD, and, and all these other le- wonderful letters of institutions of, of particular practitioners in their expert field. What I can only see is and hope that group of the top body modifiers from around the world come together and form some kind of British institute or European institute of body modification practitioners and lobby the government and the health departments. You, you know, first of all, set up an organisation and then operate a training platform. I, th- I think what they need to do is see that these people are not, you know, they're not qualified because they're not surgically licensed. Mm. Um, there are some procedures that aren't taught in any university or educational medical school around the world. See that they're capable of doing these procedures in a clean, sterile environment. And if they can do that, then downgrade the law like consent side within the Offence Against the Persons Act. You know, the surgery can be done by people that want these procedures as long as they, you know, I don't know, I'm not 100% sure, you know, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not government, I'm not, you know. But that to me would be the, the principal starting of, of four, you know, years ago, tattoos had a dirty name, that, that you know, but I'm not talking in the Navy and the military and stuff, we're talking yeah. only like 70s and stuff, hepatitis broke out and all sorts, very underground and murky, same with piercings. Um, and, and, you know, the regulations got stronger and licensing got brought in. People, and this is a different thing, just, just switching. People of trans, uh, transgender, for example, they used to have to transition on the black market, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, it, 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 it's, it's that kind of thing that we're, you know, we're not asking for much. We're just asking for the right to be able to modify our bodies. What would you say to anyone who thinks that you might be fueling this whole kind of body dysmorphia type okay, so, thing? Okay, so that's, yeah, that's good. So... Let me let me just go to the body integrity identification disorder first before I talk BDD. Um, so the BIID is more to do with the, uh, the amputation, not voluntary, the amputation of perfectly healthy limbs. So people normally will make a homemade guillotine and try to chop their arm or leg off. They'll know exactly they want just above the knee or, you know, just below the elbow. They'll, they'll want their hand cut off. They'll try or they'll put a leg in dry ice. This is, this is a taboo that's 
very hardly talked about. I think there was a guy recently in a documentary or a program on Channel 5, he actually took a shotgun, he was from America, and shot his leg, hoping that they would amputate his leg. That's the kind of thing that does that. And he was in, he was a veteran, I think he went to Vietnam, so there's probably some kind of mental side. We may, generally, the body mod community may generally be a messed up community. You, you know, we might be nine out of ten of us, or... 10 out of 10 of us or five, you know, who's to say we're not all like suffering from psychotic disorders. But, um, you know, we, it's been around for, you know, ancient years and we've just changed different procedures, kept some procedures. So uh, I think I think that answers one angle. The body dysmorphia side as well. People tend to not be happy with themselves that suffer from body dysmorphia. So with the rare side, it's hard. I think it's a, it's a case by case, you, you know, sit down. So it's a very detailed, awkward, landmine of a situation that topic is but people with body dysmorphia tend not to be happy and we know what we want and we're happy you know it's like some people are addicted some people probably are like the tattoos david beckham's covered in loads i think he's even said he's got the addiction so it's just a case by case person by person really I just think if you are to take your ears off for example it's not easy to get them put back on again yeah if you change your mind five ten years uh, down the road it's what do you <laughs> Well, it's different, isn't it? Like, you can you can ink your face like I've done, ink your entire body, and I'm in the process now of evolving and kind of like etcho-sketching and rewinding with the technology advancements that we've had in laser. But, yeah, once you've uh, once you've uh, amputated body bits, it's pretty hard to put them back on, literally, like, non-existent. We do our research, and we want it, you know? So it's not like, oh, we'll probably... Re- you, you, you might regret your first tattoo or your, your fifth tattoo or whatever, or regret, you know, things you've done in your life, but we're like a community and we talk and we know kind of thing and we're, we're modifying our bodies hence why it's body modification you know we're, we're not probably very unlikely to change our mind so you've launched a crowdfunder now at the moment how much are you trying to raise to try and get a judicial review from your government okay so about five thousand pound is what i'm trying to seek uh, to, to raise because the, the lawyers that i've got uh instructing in london they, they they've done a fantastic job so far to say what we can do is we can submit several people to the government asking for tongue split and other forms of body modification by request. Now, that's very likely and it's going to probably 99% come back as uh-uh, not allowed, so it's not legal, you know, right. especially with the case. So once that happens, we've got then like a formation to then open a judicial review because the government have refused people wishing to do this. So then we can go down a, a human rights angle. There's, there's loads of avenues we can go down. But yet again, I'm not a lawyer. I've only been principally advised on what they can do. But yeah, we need about £5,000 to do that. Where can somebody who's listening right now might be big into their body yeah. and want to maybe support your cause over there is where is it online the best place to kind of find the people people can contact me direct i can i can link it through my social media so uh on my twitter king underscore body underscore art to king body art but there's underscores instead of spaces that's my twitter king of england king body art the extreme Inkite is my facebook on my instagram i'm king of england i believe yeah well, um, yeah. listen, we'll we'll share the links to your account anyway. I said it's a fascinatingly Fantastic. complicated, you know, and be an interesting to see how you go along with the, the law over there. I know we've similar enough system over here, but um, King of England, Matthew Whelan or Bart Tide, thank you very much for talking thank to us. Thank you very much on Room One Four tonight. Thank you. No, all the best. Thank you. Cool fact. 
a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.